What's going on, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am, of course, your host, as always, Tony Mango. And as you can tell by the title and everything else like that, we are going to be talking right now about The Defenders. Marvel's latest Netflix series just came out a couple of hours ago. I've gotten a chance to binge watch every single one of the eight episodes. Took me actually a little bit longer than it should have. I had to stop midway through, and uh, I'm actually kind of tired right now. Uh, I'm I've been awake for about a day at this point. So originally, I had planned on doing a whole bunch of you know the the standard review point stuff. Write down all my hits, all my misses, and you know a big long list of a bunch of different things. But what I did with Iron Fist is uh, the same thing that I did when it came to this, which was instead of giving you an episode one first impressions or like a Minuteman review and then giving you a review point, I figured I would go through and while I was watching the series that I would just give my random thoughts and, you know, whether it was something that was going to be applicable to later on or you could just kind of see like my stream of consciousness and whatever like that. So if you are interested in what was going on through my mind while I was watching this show, click on the post on the website itself and you'll be able to see some different, you know, comments like, uh, hey, Foggy's haircut looks much better and... Uh, I wonder what they're going to do when it comes to this in the next episode, like, you know, different things like that. But um, I'm going to try not to just like uh, read that out and I'm going to try to give you some overall uh, thoughts. Uh, There will be spoilers. So if you have not checked out the series and you do not want to know what happens, then keep that in mind. But figured I would put that out there as something just in case, you know, some people don't mind spoilers, some people it's a big, big thing. I know I don't like spoilers at all, so I would be avoiding that kind of stuff, but uh, some people it doesn't matter. So if maybe you're on the fence, maybe you don't know if you want to watch this or not, and maybe spoilers are going to be the thing that helps you decide whether or not you want to watch it, by all means, continue listening and all that. Just, you know, warning, warning, spoilers, you know, sound the alarm. It's a weird sounding alarm. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into um some of these things. I'm gonna look at the character list and maybe that'll kind of fresh my uh mind about a couple of different things. Uh first things first, let's talk about the main four. Uh Daredevil is Daredevil. I've liked their interpretation of Daredevil over the past two seasons, and I think that Charlie Cox knows his character as well as anybody should be knowing their character at this point, and I have no complaints at all when it comes to Daredevil. Uh, I guess, really, if if there was any complaint that I would have, it would be that the setup at the end, with the whole idea of like him potentially dying, and then it's like, oh, he's not dead. Like, I, I you know he's not going to be dead. And I kind of already want to just skip that sort of uh, thing. Like, I really don't want, like, the first half of Daredevil Season 3 to just be about him trying to come back. I'm interested to see how they write themselves out of that problem, but then again, they've done something in this show that kind of made me think that it's really not going to be worth the hype, which was something with Luke Cage. The end of Luke Cage last season, he is arrested, he's sent back to Seagate, and it's like, how is he going to get out of this? And the very first episode, the very first introduction of Luke Cage on this one is just like paperwork. Okay, see you later. You're not in jail anymore. And that was really disappointing. 
So I'm assuming that Daredevil Season 3, if they're going to follow the same kind of format, is them just saying, like, yeah, he, uh, he happened to survive. Not sure about Elektra. We can keep that open in case we want to or not. And the end. Uh, so that's something that I, I really, really liked Daredevil all throughout. Costume looks great, like it did the last time. Uh, really glad to see that he was kind of a leader, but at the same time, he didn't have to be, like, the de facto leader. And uh, great martial arts stuff and, and everything like that. So Daredevil himself, no complaints. Uh, Foggy Nelson, he had his little parts to play here and there. Uh, I do like the haircut better. <laughs> that is something that's positive. No real complaints when it comes to Foggy. Uh, no real complaints when it comes to um, Karen Page. Uh, she kind of had like the right amount of screen time, I think, where it's a little bit of world building and the perspective of like slight outsiders that are kind of in on the, uh, the whole situation and everything. So Karen page, another thumbs up, uh, the daredevil side of things really good when it comes to the Jessica Jones side of things. Uh, she got a little bit annoying sometimes where it kind of felt like they sort of purposely were like, she needs to kind of act like a little bit of a bitch here because that's her character. And I know that that is her character, but sometimes it, it, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. So mostly Jessica Jones is a hit. Uh, the problem with Jessica Jones that I have for this series isn't necessarily the characterization or Kristen Ritter. It's that I didn't like half of her season. So season two of Jessica Jones, I, I kind of I kind of don't want to see it. Um, we've been seeing some leaked set footage where it's like Kilgrave is kind of like still stuck in her head and that's like, ah, oh, it's just repeating it again. And I don't like Malcolm and, uh, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that Trish didn't become Hellcat in this. Trish is hot, by the way, still looking hot. Uh, but I liked her, uh, characterization in this too, trying to get a little bit of scoop into what's going on with the whole, uh, earthquake situation and everything. So overall, the Jessica Jones side of things, pretty much a thumbs up. I liked how she was also investigating everything when it comes to the architect. That was a good way to work that into there. I don't really give a shit about uh, the wife and the uh, daughter. That wasn't really doing anything for me for the most part, but the piano scene was cool, and I liked the addition of the architect kind of character because it gave Jessica Jones some kind of PI work to do. She wasn't just like you know, um, she's just like the, the brute who is just snarky the whole time. No, she's actually contributing to part of the mystery of it. So I like that uh, quite a bit. I already talked about my, my big problem with the start of Luke Cage, but Luke Cage is probably my favorite of the four. And he, uh, was Luke Cage. So you give me my Coulter doing the Luke Cage thing. I'm going to like it. Uh, I felt bad about the whole thing with the woman, and uh, it's like they had to drag in. It was like, oh, remember Candace? And she ended up dying. Well, she lost a brother, and now she lost another one or whatever. I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. All, all three of them babies, as she was saying. Uh, hopefully she hits the lottery and, you know, kind of balances out a little bit. Uh, money doesn't replace your loved ones, but god damn that woman. Jeez, that life sucks. Uh, Luke Cage, though, uh, did he not say Sweet Christmas? I don't think he did. I don't remember him saying that. Maybe he did, and I'm just forgetting it. Because this was like nine hours ago when I started watching this thing. So, 
uh, yeah, I, I, you know, you give me Luke Cage. I like Luke Cage. I like how they mentioned that they were still kind of looking at a little bit of Mariah stuff and Shades because Shades was one of my favorite characters. So that whole thing and uh, him playing kind of the pop role. I'm going to be interested to see what they do with that going forward. Luke Cage season two could be pretty damn good. Um, hmm. Iron Fist. Okay, with Iron Fist, um, he was, he was better this time. He still just doesn't seem like Iron Fist to me, though. He still seems like you need to put him in the outfit. That's a big, big disappointment. That's a miss right there. They didn't do it in his season. They didn't do it in this one. And it's almost like they kind of didn't want to purposely do that at the end there. They show, like, one shot of him sort of on, like, the rooftop. And he's like, I'm sort of costumed up, but I'm not. Why not give him the costume? You know, that pisses me off. We went through the whole thing with Daredevil, and he had basically the same costume. So it's not like they're, they they want to avoid the whole thing with, like, the face mask. So that's really strange to me. I don't know why they're doing that. It's really annoying. Uh, but I liked him better when he was the comedic relief. And um, that was sort of like only in one episode, which was the one where they were in the uh, the Chinese restaurant, which, damn it, man, I really want Chinese food when I watch these shows. Colleen I liked in this. She was a good supporting character, standing up on her own, fighting Bokuto, uh, Bokuto, Tomato, Tomato. I can never remember that fucking guy's name. Bakudo, I think it is. I think it's Bakudo. Glad to see that she got to kill him. That was well-deserved. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, Bakudo, let's talk about the villains. Um, Electra is still super hot. She's a babe. And that dark side to her, kind of digging it. Still, even though she's like a psycho vampire. Uh, I hope that she comes back, but at the same time, I kind of also at the same time don't. Because I think, like, by now, she's already sort of done her storyline. What else is there left to do, you know? But if they can figure out a way to bring her back, then I'm cool with bringing her back. There's still probably more to do with Karen, though, I think. Madam Gal is the shit. Uh, I, I'm glad that she's dead. At least it seems like she's dead, because she, she had her run. But she was awesome. Sawande, he was kind of cool, the, the white hat. I kind of dug that guy. He was pretty uh, pretty interesting. Not the biggest fan of Alexandra, though. Sigourney Weaver seemed like she was kind of phoning it in a little bit, and her character was just like the generic white figurehead leader of a cult. So I really didn't dig that as much as I was hoping that I would, and I'm pretty disappointed in that. Uh, real quick, um, cool to see Jerry Hogarth. Cool to see... Uh, uh, who was the other one I just had in my mind? Oh, uh, Turk. Real uh, big fan that they threw Turk in there. Turk, uh, Turk's pretty cool. I'm glad that they keep throwing him. Uh, as like just like one cameo thing, you know, just kind of keep him like one of those characters that's sort of not the Nick Fury because that's really like Claire, but he's like this running thread throughout the whole thing. I like it. And Claire... I'm glad that she's not dead, but at the same time, I also kind of wonder where they're going to go with her in the future. But as soon as they killed Stick, I was like, oh, okay, Claire's going to survive. Stick, by the way, Stick is awesome, and that sucks that he's dead. But he did uh, do his whole thing. He fulfilled his usefulness. The war with the hand, I'm assuming, is over. 
and Daredevil Season 3 probably should focus on Wilson Fisk a little bit more and a little bit of maybe... I don't know, maybe Stiltman, <laughs> you know, they could throw some other people in there. I mean, Ronin or Moon Knight or, you know, something like that. But I'm kind of tired of the hand. Let's move away from the hand. Really disappointed that we didn't get the Punisher. Not a single thing with the Punisher. That sucks. That's a, that's a miss for sure because he should have been a part of this. And maybe they're going to explain it in some fashion where they're going to say like, he was away hunting people down in a different state or he knew nothing about this or whatever. Or in the meantime, he was hunting down a bunch of mobsters that were not paying attention to all these earthquakes and shit. But I am disappointed we didn't get the Punisher. I figured at least in one scene he should have showed up. And um, I thought that they had actually announced him ahead of time. I guess not because they wouldn't have lied. Uh, who else we have here? We're looking at this cast list and stuff. Misty Knight, uh, she's going to get that robotic hand, I guess. Um, probably from Danny. I don't know how they're going to explain it. I don't know how she's going to use it and stuff, because they're really kind of a little bit more grounded than that. But that they wouldn't have taken her arm off if she's not going to get that, because she has that in the comics. And they haven't mentioned Tony Stark. Not enough mentions of that other stuff, too. They, they mentioned the incident, but nothing about the Sokovia Accords. Nothing about the situation going on with, like, uh, Captain America or, well, I, I don't know really what the timeline is on here, but I'm assuming that this is post-Sokovia Accords. Nothing about S.H.I.E.L.D. That kind of annoys me when they're like, oh, Homeland Security's on this and the FBI's on this. What about S.H.I.E.L.D.? What about damage control? Why isn't damage control controlling some of this stuff? Why aren't they repairing all the earthquake damage, you know? That sort of stuff drives me nuts. I really wish that they would just say it because we know that it's supposed to be in the same universe and I get that they're not going to have the Hulk show up or, you know, midway through a fight scene, it's going to be like Iron Fist is going to look in the sky and be like, oh, look at that, there's Iron Man flowing by. They're not going to do that, but you can throw out some more text references to it or you could throw out more dialogue where you could just sort of have people mention things. Just say, like... You know, I got the FBI breathing down my ass, and what? what's the next thing going to be? Tony Stark's going to come after me? Just fun little nuggets like that. That that would be great. The Iron Legion, I wrote that down. Why isn't the Iron Legion uh, helping out with the earthquake? Uh, something that I have to say I miss for was the CGI, man, and some of these things. The green screen was, like, so glaringly obvious, and that was really disappointing to see that. Uh, it's worse than the Agent of the S.H.I.E.L.D. budget it seemed, or at least on par, but are they like, they're not running out of money, these movies and stuff make so much fucking bang, so why are they being so goddamn stingy, Inhumans looks terrible, and I'm I'm not going into that expecting all that much, but this was the Defenders, man, like this should have been, we spent, what, two seasons of Daredevil, Season of Luke Cage, Iron Fist, the season of uh, Jessica Jones. So we've had five seasons worth of television to build up to this. They could have splurged a little bit and made it look a little bit better. Just saying. You know. I am a little bit disappointed in how some of this stuff turned out. I think that this didn't feel quite bombastic enough. It ended up just being the hand wanting to use a portal. And I'm assuming that the... 
source of their power to be able to return back to life was the dragon. The dragon that we never see. And the dragon that I'm assuming is dead. So that's that's a lot of fun to be told like, oh man, there's this amazing shit happening, but you'll never see it. Don't worry. And now we've written it out so you won't see it for sure in the future. But it is what it is. It's a Netflix show. It It does have a limited budget. They are street-level villains and street-level heroes. And at that point, I can't complain too much. I mean, we we did spend five seasons worth of other stuff where I knew that this wasn't going to be, you know, the same thing as, like, Age of Ultron or whatever. But it's still just... I can nitpick, you know. Uh, what am I going to do here as far as, like, some other hits and misses? Um... Music wasn't really all that impressive one way or the other. Nothing too much to talk about when it comes to that. Uh, Hallway fight sequence. Yeah, okay. Nothing special. A lot of stuff about me being hungry. A couple of stupid jokes that I made along the way. I definitely recommend uh, reading this. It's it's a quick read. You know, I didn't type out paragraph after paragraph after paragraph or anything. A little bit of inconsistency when it comes to the fight scenes. Like, Luke Cage being able to withstand anything that um, Danny throws his way, yet Electra is able to just kind of beat the shit out of him. That was a little bit disappointing. But in the grand scheme of things, um, this sort of turns out to being one of those things where it's like, all right, it it took up eight hours of my time or a little bit less than that because it's like 45 minutes per episode or so. And if I would have paid 10 bucks to see this in a movie theater, I would feel like I got my, my money's worth. So I can't really complain. There's still a lot of improvements that I think that they can make. Uh, Iron Fist needs to be improved. I still think that Jessica Jones is like 75% of a great character. The 25% is sort of throwing me off. And I'm really interested to see these supporting characters going forward. I'd love to see a full-on Heroes for Hire kind of thing worked out. That's where I think the money is. I don't think that the Defenders necessarily should be the Defenders. I think it should be Heroes for Hire. And whether or not Danny Rand is like the, you know, it's him and Luke Cage, or if it's him and Luke Cage and... Uh, the Hogarth situation or uh, who knows but I do think that's where we need to end up and maybe they're building up to that with like a Defender season 2 or something like that but I am curious to see what's happening in the future and I want them to bring something new into the mix I know that we're going to get Punisher that's not really new new but I was admittedly even though I'm not a big fan of it I was a little bit disappointed that there wasn't anything that had to deal with uh, Blade. I thought that it would have made sense if you know, they're doing this whole thing with the hand and bringing people back to life and blood and whatever. And if it would have turned into be like a vampire kind of thing and Blade would have been like referenced or whatever, I would have thought that that would have been kind of cool. Um, in the future, Moon Knight, Ronin, maybe like uh blade and the ghost ridery kind of things or something separate but maybe not i i still want references to agents of shield i still want references to the movies i i want this to be a full on thing i want that 
Cloak and Dagger series to tie in well, and I want the Runaways to tie in well, and I want the Inhumans to be well, and I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I want it to all be amazing, and Defenders was good enough. It's not amazing, but it was good enough. It's maybe my... Ooh, I I don't know. It's hard to rank these shows because it's sort of like like I loved the first half of Luke Cage and then the second half petered out. And I loved about half of the content of Jessica Jones and the other half I didn't. Like I, I hated the incest twins and I hated some of the stuff with Nuke, but I really, really liked the Kilgrave stuff. And there's like Iron Fist for the most part wasn't all that good, but... Daredevil Season 2 was pretty damn good, and Daredevil Season 1 was pretty damn good, so that sort of balances out a little bit. It's hard to say where I would rank the Defenders, but right now, at least it's a thumbs up enough that if I'm going to give it a review point of a hit or a miss, I'm still going to say it's a hit. I'm very glad it was 8 episodes instead of 13, because it does seem like they would have just filled it with a bunch of nonsense. And there was some fun stuff along the way, so if you have not checked it out, I would recommend watching it. But bin, don't binge it, like, one episode after another. Do it over the course of, like, a week. Watch one episode one day, one episode another day. Kind of take it like that. Don't do eight hours in a row. That's that's a little hard to do those kind of things. And by the end of it, you're going to... At least I felt like I didn't quite get everything that I wanted. So you might feel the same. You might not. You might feel really fulfilled. And if that's the case, leave a comment below. Tell me what you thought. Tell me what your review point is. What are your hits and your misses? And what do you agree with? What do you disagree with? All that other kind of stuff. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well to uh, hear whatever the next things are that are going to be going your way. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Fanboys Anonymous on Facebook, at Fanboys Anon on Twitter. And, of course, uh, keep checking FanboysAnonymous.com for more stuff because maybe I'll do something for Death Note. Maybe I'll do something completely random, or at the very least, we know that Kingsman's coming up in September, so maybe that's the next time you hear from me. I don't know. Tune, uh, tune in, and you will find out. That's how the subscribe button works. But I'll see you then, everybody, whenever that is. Thanks for listening. This has been another Review Point. I'm Tony Mango, and it's time for me to geek out. Adios. Adios.